Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made a baby. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Becca Bristow. You may know me from my YouTube channel where I talk about all things health and wellness. So when I got pregnant, I knew I wanted to bring you guys on this journey, but I also knew I wanted to include this guy right here. So we hope you'll join us on this journey of all things pregnancy, prepping for parenthood, and what in the world's going on with this girl's body, Becca's body. <laughs> and our baby. Oh, of course, yeah, our baby. So make sure to tune in every week as we share everything that is going on with us and baby Bristow. And your big old belly. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. We are here, somewhat surprised to be here <laughs> for week 40 recap of the Bristow's Made a Baby because we have not made a baby yet. Or I guess we, we have made a baby, but we haven't had a baby yet. So we are here to recap week 40. How about that, Rebecca? I really thought we were going to be here with the birth story and got to say I'm, <laughs> I'm not too pleased. No, but we're going to keep it as a positive podcast. Yeah, we're going to keep it positive. Because that's who we are. Yeah. You know, we're facing adversity and we are going to conquer. And we're going to talk about some baby stats for week 40. Let's hear them. So the baby is the size of a watermelon, which is pretty overwhelming. I feel like it literally does just look like there's a watermelon under my shirt. <laughs> True. This is the first time it actually makes sense. Yeah. Looking at your body and then what this app is saying. Right. So approximately 20 inches and seven and a half pounds is the average at 40 weeks. So the baby has hair and nails growing. So could could have a full head of hair. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be a, uh, interesting. Yeah. I think she's going to be bald-ish. Yeah, me too, based on uh, my hairline. Um, <laughs> her lungs are still developing, which is good. So mm -hmm. the longer in there, the better. I mean... Not the better, but maybe for her development. For her development, yes. That's true. And the brain is continuing to develop. So that's great news. She's just getting smarter and smarter every day. She stays comfortable in there. By age seven, she'll be smarter than me. It's crazy. <laughs> she might still be in there at age seven. It's possible. <laughs> no, I don't think that's possible. No. <laughs> anyway, how about some other stats? Are you experiencing any of these week 40 common symptoms? Leg cramps? Nope. Pelvic pressure? Yeah, definitely. We're going to get into that later. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It's not really much to mention, but you just feel that there is a head down there and your hips just get tight and like, I don't know, they just, it feels like your your pelvis is being pushed out from the inside. All right. It sounds unpleasant. Um, <laughs> have you had any trouble sleeping? No, I'm actually still sleeping well, which is really nice. Um, I think there was like maybe two nights this week that I was up for... A little bit in the middle of the night, but both times I was able to fall back asleep. Um, and then there was like one day where I woke up at like 6 a.m. and just decided to get up and start working. Right. So sleeping a little less, but I'm, I wouldn't say I'm having like major sleep issues, which that is something to be grateful for. Great. Um, do you feel fatigued? Um, yeah, kind of. I'm tired, but I don't know about fatigued. That seems kind of extreme, but I'm still, you know, bopping around. That's good. Keep bopping. Um <laughs> Have you had any contractions? I will explain this a little further. Not really. And this is like what's I find really frustrating about this whole process because everyone, from what I'm hearing, I'm supposed to be having like lots of practice contractions. And like I'll have like little cramps here and there. Sometimes they're in the front, like period cramps. Sometimes they're in my back. But I mean, unless 
I have like, I don't know, a really high pain tolerance, which I really don't think that's the case. Like, there's just no way that these are practice contractions. These are just like little cramps. And I'm just like, why am I not having these? <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like I should be by now. Um, but I do get a lot of Braxton Hicks, which I guess those are technically contractions. Um, there you go. But I'll explain a little more later. But I just want to know what a contraction feels like. Yeah, I guess we'll find out <laughs> soon. Um, anyway, that's it for the my part. So I'm going to let you take it away and I'll chime in as I usually do with some wise words. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, yeah. So like I said, a lot of little cramps on and off. Um, they never get stronger They're Oh, also I should mention, um, I have yet to have, whether it's a Braxton Hicks or a cramp, I don't know. They've, they're never like timeable, which I, I feel like when I actually do go into labor, whenever that happens, it's just going to be so different than anything I've experienced because anytime I have any kind of cramping or Braxton Hicks, I think I've mentioned this about Braxton Hicks. Like I just, it's not something that comes and goes in like a timely fashion. Like I just like have a really long, like my stomach is tight on our whole walk for like walking Rosie. And then like, once I stop moving, it goes away. It's more like brought on by movement. Um, and the same thing with like cramping and like my back hurting, so I'm just like confused. I don't know what my body is doing. I just didn't expect it to be like this. I expected it to be a little more clear cut and I'm just like confused a lot. <laughs> um, but any kind of cramping I've had, like I said, it's consistent for a few minutes and then it just like goes away and like basically never comes back for like days later. So it's really few and far between, not a whole lot of action. Um, so this week, I've been trying to do literally all the things <laughs> to naturally induce labor. Um, I actually asked on Instagram for you guys to share with me like what you thought maybe put you into labor. And Matt and I both agree pretty much that it's probably just coincidence that the last thing that you were doing is what put you into labor um, because none of this stuff works. Um, but yeah, literally everything, I've pretty much tried it except for Someone commented about some like prego pizza that apparently puts women into labor, but there, there's like 7,000 ingredients and I'm just like, I'm not buying all that stuff. It's probably not going to work. I don't know. I'm being a little pessimistic this week because I'm just so done. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can tell, but my I feel like my mood definitely has shifted this week. Normally I'm positive patty, but I don't know, guys, I'm getting over it and I'll explain my emotional state. So, but first I want to tell you, I'm just going to now go through like kind of the week day by day. So on Wednesday, which was 40, I think 40 weeks and one day, um, I had a midwife appointment and I went in telling Matt, I was like, I want to get my membrane swept. So if you don't know what that is, it's basically when the midwife, doctor, nurse, whatever, um, they'll like basically put their fingers inside of your cervix and they just kind of like swipe around and it detaches the bag of waters from the wall of your cervix. And this creates basically like a rush of, I'm pretty sure it's prostaglandins, um, which are, is it like one of the hormones, I guess, that softens your cervix. And a lot of times it can like cause labor to happen within like the next 24 hours. It can also cause nothing but just like cramps and like just being uncomfortable and like nothing actually comes out of it. So it's kind of hit or miss, but um, a lot of women have success with it. So I was just like, I don't care. Like I'm down to try um, if they're willing to do it to me. And so my midwife actually offered it to me. So <laughs> Matt was like, oh yes, she's, <laughs> she came in here with hoping that was going to happen. So um, 
so anyway, so basically I had like a pelvic exam. Um, so I was not dilated at all, which is still pretty normal. I've never had a baby before. My, my cervix has never had to open. So it's not uncommon to at 40 weeks, you know, or so be, um, like not dilated at all, but the major downside uh, and, and not being dilated isn't necessarily like I could have literally gone into labor that night or it could still be two weeks from then. Like it doesn't really tell you anything. But the major downside to not being dilated at all is I couldn't get my membrane swept because my cervix was completely shut. Um, So that was kind of a bummer. However, the good news was um, she did let me know that my cervix was super soft, which is really good. um, Because the softer it is, the easier it will stretch open and dilate when labor, you know, starts. And then also she said it was about halfway effaced, which means it thinned out a lot. Um, It has to thin out. It's I think it's around like an inch normally your cervix um, and then during by the end of labor basically when it's time to push it will be a hundred percent effaced which basically means it's like paper thin so it gets really really thinned out so another thing that I learned in this or I guess we learned in this appointment was that the average for a first-time mom to go into labor is actually 41 weeks and two days which seems so late to me but I think that's just because nowadays like so many people just get induced anywhere between like 39 and 41 weeks so oftentimes people aren't going into labor naturally and I guess if they were we would all be giving birth a lot later so I think that's I just had this expectation of like due dates here okay enough's enough she's gonna be here any day now um I just I really didn't think I was gonna hit 41 weeks but here we are um but so that was just I don't know like I'm glad I knew that she told us that because it did shift my expectations, but I'll be honest, I really didn't believe it. (laughs) And I wish that I had, I don't know, clung to that a little more during this week, but I just really was like, there's just no way I'm going to go that late. Like nobody goes that late, but that's really not the truth because I'm almost there. Um, So yeah, that was just kind of interesting. I'd never heard that before and I didn't realize that first time moms, it's like over 41 weeks is the average. Okay, and then the only other thing for the midwife appointment was we, um, once you hit 40 weeks, they do a non-stress test. So at each of your appointments, so it's basically where they just put like the monitors on your belly, they measure um, uh, the baby's heart rate, and then they also measure to see if you have any like contractions happening, which they didn't tell me I had any, I didn't feel anything, so I'm assuming I didn't. Um, and then um, the her, her heart rate was fantastic. She's doing great in there. She had um, a bunch of accelerations with, within like the 20 minute period, which is what they look for. Um, they want to see at least two. She had a ton. So she's, she's, the good news is she's doing very well in there. Um, she's comfortable. She's happy. She's well oxygenated. So that's good. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a huge positive. Okay. So then the next day was Thursday and this was probably like the best, the best day of the week. Oh, let's go back to that day. <laughs> I would say I was just in like a good mood. I felt optimistic that she was going to be coming very soon. Oh boy. We went out to breakfast at like a new place we'd never been to. And it was just like, it was really good. It was like this cute little cafe and we had breakfast, um, just like a little breakfast date. And I love going out to breakfast. And we also decorated our Christmas tree that day. So it was just like a fun, I didn't really do much work, um, that's another thing. Ever since I've like hit 40 weeks, I've kind of had in my mind that like I was going to be on this pseudo maternity leave. I mean, I'm not really taking a maternity leave, but that I would just be like really slowing it down and like pumping the brakes on the, on work. So I've been in like this weird mindset of like 
by now I thought I wouldn't be working, but then here I am. Like, I don't feel like I'm anywhere near giving birth. So it's just been like a weird mental dynamic this week. Anyway, so we decorated our tree, didn't do much, but just like hang out with each other that day. And it was really like, it was a great day. It was, it was in my mind, the perfect last day. I was like, okay, girl, we had a lovely last day together. Just the two of us and Rosie, it was fun. We just chatted all day and we were excited and now it's time for you to come. But then that didn't happen. No. (laughs) So then Friday, um, I was like really down on Friday. Um, This, I have to say, like, I mean, so many women don't go this far in pregnancy. And if you are one of them, you're so lucky. Um, But then again, like, you might start feeling the way that I started feeling at week 40, like week 38. So I feel like most women experience some sort of impatience at the end and like just some sort of like feeling defeated. Cause like I have to say mentally, I really was fine until week 40. Like once I was like one day past my due date, things started to go downhill. So my due date was Tuesday, November 27th. So on that Friday, like I said, I was just like really down I was just over it and I had finally like hit that wall of just like, I am done. Um, and it wasn't even really physical. Like I still, I still feel okay. Like I'm really pregnant. My belly's heavy. Um, I have some pelvic pressure, but I mean, not still not to like the horror stories that I've heard about this part of pregnancy. Um, so physically I'm still like, okay. Um, but mentally, whew, I'm just like deteriorating real fast. <laughs> So that night, Matt was like, all right, well, why don't we go out to dinner? We'll get out of the house. Let's do it. Let's go hang out with a couple of my friends that are now your friends. So we'll be four <laughs> friends and we'll be the four best friends that anybody had. No, but it was good to get out. It was just, yeah. And some special things happened at dinner, although they didn't turn out to be so special. Take it away. So we were at dinner and I was fine. And then by the time our food came, I started getting these like back... I mean, I guess that they were Braxton Hicks, but I mean, and I wouldn't go as far to say that they were strong. Like I was in pain. I had to breathe through them. They were, you know, taking my breath away, but they were strong in the sense that they were probably 10 to 15 times stronger than anything I had experienced. Like anything I had experienced up until that point was so mild, like just little crampies like in my back or my stomach to the point where I had almost like stop and like not move to like be like are those real are they really there like that mild but these were like oh okay like these were kind of strong um and so those happened through like the rest of dinner and then probably like before maybe like five or ten minutes before we left they completely stopped before that they had stopped I was thinking in my head I mean I was I I didn't say anything at dinner but I was thinking when we walked out I was gonna be like Matt I think I'm going into labor because they were strong and they were consistent and they were like coming and going a little more so than anything I experienced before. Again, I wouldn't consider them like timeable. Um, but anyway, so they stopped. So then when we got in the car, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't get like excited, but that, that's what I felt. But they're gone. And then that night in the middle of the night, that same thing happened. And they woke me up. And again, they were strong. They kind of came and went. And I've heard a lot of people say that their labor starts out like feeling like, Braxton Hicks in their back so I was kind of like oh my god this is this is happening like this is finally I'm getting something that's (laughs) somewhat consistent it's not super mild I mean they woke me up so I was pretty excited and then they 
eventually, again, they went away. So then the next morning, I told Matt it happened again. And I was kind of like, I think I might be in early labor. And I think that these might just kind of come and go today. And they might just get stronger and closer together. And eventually, this will turn into the real deal. So I was like optimistic Saturday morning. I was like, finally, something is happening. We are getting somewhere. My body is at least showing me that it's like gearing up at the very least for labor instead of just like putzing along. So I really thought that Saturday could be the day. Plus, we had always had in our minds like December 1st. We just had a feeling that she might come on December 1st. Mm -hmm. And that was December 1st. Um, So we went for like a really long walk. And I was just like, okay, I think this might happen. But then those cramps never came back ever. Still haven't come back. (laughs) So that, that was just like a false alarm. I don't know. Like, I just don't know what's going on. Maybe those were the practice contractions that you talked about earlier that you said you haven't had any. Yeah, but I just feel like they would be more prevalent. I don't know. Gotcha. I don't know. Or or like I would think that they would be close to when actual labor started, not like happen randomly and then four days later we're still sitting pretty over here. True. Okay, so then the next day was Sunday. And um, again, we went out to breakfast that morning. We went to the same place actually and I got the same thing. And it was delicious. So did I. <laughs> French toast um, and eggs. What'd Waffle, you get? eggs, bacon. Yeah, it was it was really good. And I had a delicious latte as well. Oh, we had to go for the latte. <laughs> um, so we had breakfast. And then I was feeling a little more... Opt- I always feel like the most optimistic in the morning because I wake up and I'm like, it's a new day. This could be the day. I'm full of hope. And then by the end of the day, I'm just like, this is never going to happen, is it? So um, we went out to breakfast and I was like, okay, I think I'm going to like go to the mall because I can walk around a lot there. Um, and I'm just going to like treat myself to something. And you were like, please go spend a lot of money, (laughs) make yourself happy. (laughs) Retail therapy. I'm not like a huge shopper, so that's not like my go-to. I really just don't like spending a lot of money on, um, I don't know. So, but I was like, I'm going to the mall. I'm treating myself. I'm going to like, you know, walk around a lot and, Whatever. So that was my plan. So I did. I ended up going to the mall and um, I did walk around. And the whole time I was like really crampy. My back was hurting. Pelvis like was very uncomfortable. And um, so I ended up just buying a few things and then um, got back home. And then those little cramps like started up again. So I was like, okay, maybe this is it. Maybe we're finally getting somewhere. So I made like a really, um, I've been drinking what's called uh, Mama Natural, um, her double brew. Mama Natural, she has a YouTube channel. She's like all about, she's awesome. But she's the one that wrote like the week by week guide that I've been using. And she has this recipe for double brew, which is like super, super, super concentrated red, red raspberry leaf tea, which I've been drinking all along, but not nearly this strong. And for her, she swears that it put her into labor. So, of course, I've been drinking it every day, like four cups of this. It's so strong. It's like so bitter and hard to get down. But I don't care. I'll do anything. Um, So I made another huge batch of the double brew and basically like chugged the four cups of tea over like, I don't know, a half an hour. And I was just like bouncing on the exercise ball, just like praying that these cramps would like take hold and get stronger and actually like be start to be like productive and that I would go into labor Um, but then again, they went away. And so then, um, I've been doing like hypno babies all along. I told you guys that they actually have like a hypnosis track that you can buy outside of like the program. Um, that's like, come on out baby. And it's like hypnosis track to like try and, you know, get the baby, like basically to induce labor. 
um, and like you're not supposed to listen to it like before your due date and um, the mind can be a very powerful thing. So that was just like another thing that I was like, all right, I'm going to try this. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to relax. I'm going to listen to this thing and hopefully something will happen. Well, of course, nothing happened. So this was Sunday night. So this was going on almost like the end of week 40 and oh boy <laughs> finally the the breakdown that I had been like that had been brewing I could feel it coming for like the last three days finally the floodgates opened and I just I lost it yeah I was surprised it took that long yeah I mean I, just the way you were going I, I hung in there for a while but oh oh wow I I don't know the last time I've cried that hard I like really lost it. Yeah, that was intense crying. <laughs> I like almost couldn't breathe. Yeah, I, was, I almost called the hospital. <laughs> no, you didn't. But yeah, I mean, it's hard, guys. I really, this is just like one of those things that like you don't, I mean, people have always said, I've heard all along, like the end of the, the third trimester is really hard. But I honestly just thought it was, I just assumed, I guess, that it was more physically challenging. And like you just feel so done and so miserable because you're just so uncomfortable, which like that to me, like that makes sense. But I was kind of like, I'm still feeling pretty good. Like this is great. And then, but really I think it is, I mean, I'm sure it's physical for a lot of people too as well, but mentally like, holy moly, nobody, nobody really talked about this or that I've heard. Um, so this really like caught me off guard. And now that I'm like going through it and I'm like talking to like some friends that have also had babies or, you know, whatever, family members. Um, they're like, oh, yeah, it's it's like I get it. I've been there. It's so hard. And it's just like I just didn't expect this. So mentally it's been super challenging this week, especially towards the end of the week, which, again, is just not something that I was really anticipating. I didn't expect to get this impatient and, like, over it. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I just feel like not – and people keep asking me. They're like – well, is, you know, is anything happening? Like, do you feel like it's getting close? And I'm just like, no, like I have really nothing. I feel like not much at all is going on. Um, and maybe I'm just ignoring all the little signs, but I really like, I haven't lost my mucus plug. I haven't had like the bloody show. I barely had any real like cramps or contractions to speak of, except for like those weird ones in my back that never came back. So I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just so done. I am so done. I think you just talked about cramps and contractions for the last 20 minutes. So I think you're ignoring things. I don't know. I just feel like they would be a lot more prevalent, like I said. Maybe not. How do you know? You've never been pregnant. Well, right. I realize that. So I'm walking through all this like new territory and I have no idea what's going on. But I don't know. I'm pretty in tune with my body and I still feel like there's not really a whole lot going on like I just I still feel like we're not close so let's turn to Monday I feel like Monday was a positive day <laughs> so yeah so I, I I agree let's do that so Monday was a little bit better so this is the last day of my 40th 40 I was 40 and 6 so um today as we're talking I am officially 41 weeks so Monday was a little better because I was like okay I'm getting up and I'm not going to be in this like weird limbo stage where like I think the baby's coming any minute. So I'm like not really doing work and I'm just like laying low and being impatient, whatever. So I was like, I'm getting up. I'm having a normal work day. Like God knows when this child is coming out. So like I need to like stop being in this limbo. 
So um, it was a productive day. And then also I made an appointment with an acupuncturist. Oh, yay. Um, and then because that can apparently help to get labor started. Um, and then also I made an appointment to have like a prenatal massage, which is like a little bit later in the week. So I'm not sure if I'll get to it. Um, but that was just the first availability she had. And it was, uh, this lady was actually recommended to me by my chiropractor. She was like, oh, she'll like get in there. It's not going to be like some like lame rub down. Um, cause a lot of people are like afraid to massage pregnant women, which I totally understand. But like, I want someone to get in there. Cause like my back is, is tight. It's very, it's getting painful. So I know that she'll be good. So I'm excited about that. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily going to induce labor, but at the very least it will be relaxing. And it will be nice just to kind of loosen up my body before labor eventually decides to happen. Um, But yeah, and then we have a midwife appointment, um, another midwife appointment coming up very soon. And I'm going to try and get, hopefully get my membrane swept this time. I'm like praying I dilated like at least one centimeter so she can shove those little fingers off there. (laughs) Because I'm desperate. (laughs) I hope so too. I'm optimistic. But um, I don't know if I said this earlier, but they said, because I said that the average is 41 and 2 for a first-time mom. So the birth center at that point, once you hit 41 and 2 or like 41 and 3, they basically start seeing me like every other day, possibly even every day. um, And we start doing a lot more things to try and simulate labor. Um, One of them being they have this like drink that they concoct um that apparently is super effective so um that's on the horizon but it's pretty much we're still kind of it sounds like we're still kind of just waiting until that point which would be later on this week um to start trying to do more things and then I've been getting this question so much on Instagram so I'll explain it here too because some of you probably are wondering what would happen if I go keep continuing on and basically I hit 42 weeks and I still don't have the baby so if I am as long as I am uh I can go up to 41 weeks and six days and still give birth in the birth center um however if I cross over to the 42 week mark I am no longer able to give birth in the birth center and I would then have to go to a hospital and I would pretty much be like scheduled to be induced ASAP um so I would you know have IV Pitocin the whole nine yards. I would still attempt natural, um, although it's a lot harder when you have Pitocin. So who knows? I would maybe get an epidural. I have no idea. But we would be going like straight up hospital birth, which is obviously not really what I uh, wanted and had been planning for so much and have been putting so much energy into preparing for a natural birth. So that would be kind of a bummer, but I'm staying positive. We still have a full week before that that's even a possibility. So, and I really don't think it's, I really don't think it's going to come to that. I don't think I'm going to like go into labor today, but I do think that I will at some point in this week. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of where we're at right now. I'm hanging on by thread, but Matt has been, you've been lovely to keep my spirits up and just be supportive. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> even though there's like not much you can do at this point, but yeah, sometimes I feel like there is nothing I can do, but I'm glad to hear that. That's good news. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't even respond to what I'm saying, so I feel very <laughs> confused and like I should just stop talking. So. <laughs> no, it's good when you do when you talk. Sometimes I'm just annoyed and I don't want to answer. That's good. But I'm hearing you. Oh, good. I'll keep talking then, I guess. Um, it's just like one of those things. It's like I, I just don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, I think finally, like 
my family got the hint to stop asking me like how I'm doing every day and like asking if anything's happening because every day I'm just like no right <laughs> um so that's good uh, <laughs> well good times are ahead They're good times coming. are ahead um at the very least I've got seven days left and then this baby is gonna be forced out of me can't wait to hear that drugs. cry <laughs> can't wait to hear the crying yeah it's gonna be awesome so we're getting close um I will say it feels a little better being somehow in 41 weeks than 40 because knowing you have like two full weeks left of like limbo is tough but like one week feels way more doable um so now like it's literally like the countdown is on because there is like a hard stop at 42 weeks um like I'm gonna get induced so if if I get that far so it's kind of nice to at least have that a week it feels like I can hang in there for a week um although I hope it doesn't come to that but we shall see and I hope to God next week hopefully we're here with a birth story and not a 41 week update and we can't wait to tell you about the birth story so thanks for listening stay tuned and we will see you next time next time which hopefully will be next week if we if i end up sorry one more thing if i end up giving birth really close to 42 weeks i can't guarantee we're gonna have a birth story um podcast up like next week on wednesday which is our normal day to upload because it might we're gonna be in the throes of newborn land for a few those first few days but who knows i could go into labor at any time i could pop out this kid tonight and we would have plenty of time to get a a birth story episode up next week great so we'll we'll tell you and so (laughs) we'll talk to you later bye (laughs) bye (laughs) i'm just trying to keep him before it's good